Hello, Madristas. Welcome once again to uh, Let's Be Your Podcast. Uh, we gathered here today after the game against your betters. And yeah, I'm just going to pass you guys to the host for today's night. So you can just take the reins. Well, another, another efficient performance um, from the boys. And it, it was something that was unexpected because a lot of people were expecting us to kind of slip up and real betters was uh, coming into the um, in the form of their life essentially and um, on obviously on the back of uh, last season's um, Copa del Rey win the first major title in like 17 years so it, it, it was a squad that was on the high and Pellegrini has been doing uh, such a brilliant job uh, with them Pellegrini obviously as we all know um has uh, his alliance with us um famously losing out by a couple of points to uh barcelona uh so th- th- this this was sort of a statement that we needed and i think we got the job done uh the first half was mad uh, it was giving me a heart attack but yeah i'm i'm glad uh we all got through but how was everyone doing uh firstly Um, they're all doing I'm asking like, the panel. Yeah, uh, I was so for the first half I was at a wedding, and then uh, as soon as the first half started, it was a frantic to and fro. So I was just piling on my plate full of food and I was stress eating all all through the first half. <laughs> uh, but then before the uh, second half started, I, I just ended up coming back home and it was uh, pretty much a milder game. It was a really stress, mm. stressful time though. <laughs> Fair enough. I think I what, can. What about you, Yadu? Yeah. So. It was intense. Um, Real Betis, historically, we've had tough games against them. Just um, the intensity with which they attack, especially in the recent seasons, has been a challenge. It's been something that we've had to overcome just through constant attack, through constant defense, by tightening our lines. Um, Towards the end of the first half, it was end-to-end games, which was interesting to see. I'm interested in seeing Farooq's takes on the beautiful football that was played there. A lot of one-touch passes, a lot of beautiful, beautiful movement from the ball, off the ball. Uh, the second half saw more of what Real Madrid really is. Uh, substitutions, instant impacts and everything. Uh, I know that this was a game that people weren't really expecting us to come out on top. I saw a lot of predictions that said that we would end in a draw, 1-1. Uh, even from the panel, uh, which I admit I found a little bit odd because of our um, capabilities, let's say. Uh, The game should have ended on a much higher um, goal line. I I mean, uh, the the scoreline does not reflect the game at all, I feel. And yeah, yeah, uh, major props to both teams, both keepers on both ends. Uh, really intense game. Really right. glad that we came out on top. Two one is a good win. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just from just winning it, but the actual intensity that the whole team showed. And remember that we're yeah. still this so was, this was early kind of a, in the kind season. Of a tone. It is, yeah. And we're so this much was early kind of a tone early in the season. Exactly, yeah. exactly. The, this this kind of prepares us very well uh, for what's uh, what's coming up, especially in the Champions League, and it's not going to be easy. 
mm-hmm. uh, when we will be traveling all across Europe, um, taking on some very tricky teams, uh, to say the least. Javier, what did you think? Well, I think it, it was a expected game, you know? The game was exactly what we predicted on the <clears throat> pre-game game. So, yeah. For me, it was not uh, unexpected, but at, but still isn't our, I would say, our final form, you know? I think is a lot of work mm. to do on the defense side. A lot of work is right? Very rusty. Yeah, I, I said it on the on the chat. I think Militao uh, had a good game. I think Alaba has a really weak one and also Carvajal in the first half. From Carvajal then, was getting getting skinned left, right. Yeah, yeah. For then, then maybe we will talk about once again Shomini. He's outstanding. You know, the first half, he I think in the 45 minute, he dodges a, a, a three fouls and still gets the ball. And then Bini is in, in another level. So with Bini and Rodrigo, it's a it's a fun game. Always gonna be a fun game. Maybe we lost sometimes, but when those two guys on the pitch and with Benzema. Mm. We're gonna get fun. Have fun. The thing that I liked about Rodrigo, I'm, as you all know, his biggest advocate uh, within us. But uh, some people uh, pile on Rodrigo, mentioning that he's very predictable, especially since he's being deployed on the right, uh, on the right flank. That uh, he always has to kind of, you know, she meet onto his uh, stronger foot. But even then, he he was he was giving defenders a hard time today. Uh, which was evident by, you know, Jacob's frustration and my frustration and Javier's frustration, you know, like uh, in the chat um, when he whipped that ball into Benzema. Uh, God knows how he uh, absolutely managed to fluff it. Um, but yeah, man, Rodrigo, even even when he is uh, kind of giving defenders hints as to where he's going to go, it's difficult to stop him. And he's coming off, uh, uh, coming off a back of a slight knock, so it's all the more encouraging. And Real Betis is no easy team to play, even at home. Um, yeah, fair points, Javier. Uh, I'll, I'll, your I'll, opinion, Farouk? No, uh, before that, Sunay, I'll just add oh, on yeah. something to to end off the topic. I mean, this game highlighted some of, um, some of the criticisms that Real Madrid as a team faces all the time. So stuff like free kicks, right. stuff like uh, a leaky right side, Stuff like, will Carvajal be able to get back and defend? Uh, stuff like Vinicius missing It was the right side today. Yeah, it, was tra- it's, it traditionally highlighted everything that everybody talks about Real Madrid. And I'm really excited to yeah. see what the panel has to say about that. Yeah, please continue. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think so, uh, Yeru's point actually was a very, very valid point, to be honest. I think like that, that, that I, I mean, at least, at least for me personally, I think like for... The first half, yeah, especially for the first half, you know, like it's really, really highlighted, you know, uh, some of the, I mean, yeah, with Danny Carvajal, there was a bit of, you know, uh, how would I say, like uncertainty, I would say, or uh, if, if, that, if that would be a word to put. And yeah, you know, back to Yadu's uh, initial point about, you know, beautiful football and what is and what is not, like, that's it, man, like teams on the front foot, like, uh, I mean, I'd rather go and watch a 4-3 than go and watch a 1-0, man. I mean, I would even watch a 3-3, man, than watch a 1-0. Like, that's the thing. We're, mm-hmm. we're entertainment business, man. If we're not entertained, then what's the whole point of it? 
you know, like our heart, our heart is beating fast, but that's the whole point, man. We're here to find out anything, to be honest. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, uh, I would so, just... Yeah, uh, disclaimer to the listeners and the viewers, yeah. Uh, so Farooq is kind of an adrenaline junkie and uh, he doesn't care about wins. And I don't associate with that in any manner. I mean, I actually, I watched the Merseyside Derby, like I think 45 minutes before our game. And right. then... I mean, my blood was like, I mean, I was ready for anything at that point in time. Just let's do this. Mm. The game was end to end. Like it was really good, you know. So, you know, coming from that and then, you know, coming to see, because to be honest, like uh, when we discussed earlier with the guys, like we were like very skeptical about the games against Real Betis, you know. So like being, <clears throat> being able to watch, you know, such as you guys were saying, like intricate passes, one touch movements. And to be honest, like, you know, like uh, Orion Truman is actually showing, showing, you know, that, Okay, yeah, I am no Casemiro, but I am no slouch either. You know, like he's showing that, yeah, I can do some things that even if I can do what he can do, I can give you some things that you know would be adequate enough to replace what you guys got from him in the past. So yeah, to be honest, for me, it was it was, it was a really really good. Uh, it was a good game, a uh, very friendly game, but it was a good game. And I also like to you know just pinpoint David Alba's past to definitely started on Farouk's end. Is it just for me? I'm sorry. Okay. There's some starting on Farouk then, right? No, it seems fine. Fine, just for me then. My bad, my bad. Go on, go on. Yeah, yeah. So I just say I'll just uh, I'll just finish by you know highlighting David Alaba's pass for Vinis to go, man. I mean that was that was just in my opinion that was pure filth, man. That was something out of you know that was something out out of, out of the textbook, man. It was a really really good pass, you know. And Vinis timing, you know. We keep mentioning about you know we keep talking about his maturity and what is and what is not. I mean like day by day we keep seeing you know. These things that just only solidifies what you know, what you know, because we're at least personally for me, I'm always just you know wondering, okay, would he be able to maintain the level of last year? Would he be able to? Because you know, that's the thing with superstar players. You know, we can mention, we can have a book of players that are like one, two season wonders. You know, be it Alexis Sanchez, Mesut Ozil, you know, the Sanchos, and what is like there are players that have performed for one season and could not maintain it anymore. You understand? But you know, with Vini, you can see even now, like the maturity, you can. It's so obvious, even like you know. The way he timed his run to not get offside for you know before he received the ball and what is and what is not from yeah. into the out, exactly. which is which is what essentially created the goal. Exactly, man. Exactly. So yeah, to be honest, like for me, I, I mean that 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 was you know that just really reaffirms you know the uh, the feeling that yeah. Vinny... A very good point, you know, because Vinny's transformation is has has been coming. You know this uh, this whole him actually kind of uh, taking on the onus that has been put upon him. Uh, has has been has been coming for a while, and uh, see, th- there's there's one thing handling the pressure and expectation from uh, you know from from fans like us, but the second thing is kind of putting it into fruition. And Vinicius again today proved why uh, I felt like you know if if last season was Benzema's, this season is definitely gonna be. Um, Vinny's to kind of you know grab by the scruff of the neck and uh, yeah man defended no chance he he kind of he kind of I think underestimated how brilliant Vinny's uh, movement is going to be and he paid the price and the most important bit is his finishing you know um, Rui Silva is, is is not is not an ordinary keeper he he's a brilliant keeper which is again evident if you guys remember the Chuamani uh, header. Uh, of a corner that he saved onto the post. Uh, you know, this, this this guy is is not an average keeper. Rui Silva is very highly rated. And he almost tried to uh, 
hurry Vinicius into making a decision by coming off the line and kind of, you know, appearing big. But no chance, no chance. The ball's weight, you know, uh, that, that, that the Vinicius put on it was, was perfect, sublime, sublime stuff. Sublime, such sublime stuff that I never thought that he would be pulling off, you know, a couple of years ago. So Vinicius is truly, truly uh, putting himself on, you know, top, top five, top three wingers in the world right now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic to see. It's but another Brazil. It's interesting to see how Vinny is keeping on improving. As yeah. in, it's, it's just not... Yeah, like Javier said, it's not his final form as it's not the final form for the team. Yeah. Uh, it will be interesting to see how he'll progress as not just the season, but as seasons go ahead. As Farouk said at the beginning of, uh, of our season, we had our expectations coming into the season. Uh, we, we, we talked about it in one of the live, um, live watch-alongs that we did. Farooq, Farooq told me that he's most excited to see Vinny play this season. And at this point, I have to agree. Mm. Absolutely. The other thing is, like, uh, the, the key word that he mentioned is, it's not his final form, which I pray is not. Because, you know, although we can give him a lot of praise for his work ethic, you know, um, the amount of uh, attention to detail uh, he uh, puts up training, especially since he knows coming into every fucking game that, you know, uh, defenders are going to be breathing down his neck and they are going to be, you know, uh, doubling down, tripling down on him on a single flank. So, uh, one major instance was, especially immediately after they scored uh, the, the equaliser, we had a chance and it was put on a plate. And I mean, an absolute plate for him to just gobble it up. It was almost like someone grabbed the fork from the table, you know, uh, put it into the food and, you know, like just, just gave it, gave it, gave it to his mom and he couldn't, he couldn't swallow it. It was that simple. It's such fine margins that is going to actually define how much of a polished product Vinny is going to be. Um, remember the, the chance he had against City, you know, mm-hmm. uh, right after half time, uh, if I remember. Um, so fine stuff like that, if he can iron it out, Vinicius is, 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 is going to be something truly special. And I mean, by truly special, you know, the heights that your Salas, you know, the heights that Prime Robin, uh, people like that uh, could emulate. But another Brazilian was was on full swing tonight. Um, you know, he has his obvious deficiencies. You know, he, he's erratic um, sometimes. But when he is on his day, my God, is he the toughest defender to play against, you know. I think, uh, especially the the toughest under twenty three, uh, no, under twenty four defender to face in Europe. I'm going to come to you, Jacob. How highly should we rate Militao, especially on the antics of last season? And now he's again proving to us how how reliable he can be, especially alongside a veteran who has seen it all, done it all, like Alaba, and he has been clearly having an off day. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, I was expecting a Militao's form to drop off even more in this season mm-hmm. because he's been having a lot of uh, personal issues in his life with his girlfriend yeah. and stuff. So, right. but it looks like he's like built mentally uh, himself, and then he's uh, putting everything out there for the team. So, last couple of games he's been really encouraging. But this game, man, like he was everywhere. He just snuffed out the whole uh, right uh, part of the midfield. Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, after this game, going going back into the team bus. Uh, 
he's going to he's going to be telling Kyle Hall you know what bro come down to my crib tomorrow night because i'm going to throwing i'm going to be throwing you a fucking party because if it wasn't for Militao Kyle Hall would have been taken off before half time i think definitely but uh, speaking of Kyle Hall like uh, i feel like he he had the luxury of having valverde play on the right flank all of the other in all of the other games we were yeah. totally missing him this game that's why he got skinned time and time again in the first half Uh, but then, but you you can clearly see Rodrigo's defense uh, defensive awareness is on on the same level as Fede, right? I, I would say disagree. I I would disagree. Definitely, man. Did you see on the same level? Definitely, no. Like <laughs> and, 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 the, the, and the work rate as well. I mentioned it's not on the same level. Right. Okay, That's I just said it's ah. on the same level. I missed. No, 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 it's, it's no, 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 no. Not on the same level. Yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna smoke what and say Rodrigo's and Fede's defensive awareness is on the same level? Man, I don't know what they're planning. Kind of an answer. Sure, maybe you smoke. My bad. My bad. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Yeah, go on, Jacob. Oh yeah, like a totally dominant performance by Milly today. He didn't put uh, any foot wrong today, and then yeah, probably one of the best players on the pitch. Apart from, mm. in my opinion, Chua Mini also had a really, really good game. Good point, Chua Mini was man of the match. Was man of the match actually. Was man of the match. Yeah. Was he the official man of the match? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Chua Mini, like this, this, uh, this midfield was very intriguing. Uh, moving on from Militao. uh this midfield was very intriguing because it's it, it's kind of a perfect mixture we have so many options last season was mad remember farooq we were here kind of you know uh, pulling our hairs out like being the same 11 and kind of knowing that you know carlo already had a, a, a past history of fucking up uh, by you know essentially fielding the same 12 or 13 players and um uh, we we were kind of waiting for it all to collapse but this season the uh the uh, platter of choices especially in midfield is very very interesting and this this particular trio um if, if you actually deep it modric chuameni and uh samavinga yeah yeah samavinga kind of kind of complements each other so so well uh you know chuameni being the screen kamavinga bringing that energy to break lines and and uh, kind of drive with the ball uh, and and Modric to pick out a pass so this was so good i think chuameni was was in his element today um he had a couple of uh, loose balls that 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 uh, he like he was nicked off but uh, in general he was imperial um so was kamavinga i i feel like all this sure many hype the, the new shiny toy thing that you know we used to always allude to is it, it's, it's kind of um blindfolding us don't you think even kamavinga was on the same level until until he was obviously bought off i'll come come to you javier how good was both chuameni and kamavinga tonight first of all yeah but, uh, you have to consider that this was the first game of chuameni in the real madrid in the bernabeu in the bernabeu yeah so being the man of the match in your first home game just imagine the boost you will have right We sit in the last game. Yeah, absolutely. He was for me man of the match material, but in this game was uh, undisputable. Then Eduardo, you said it well, Sonny. He wasn't. Um, I think the game need Fede 
but but not in decrement of gamma uh, yeah. you know i will say mm. maybe mm. even bolder something like that uh, to maybe change modric but it wasn't uh, a bad game for Camavinga. I think he was playing very well, very progressive forward, moving the ball. And maybe uh, I, I like the, the combination between Suamini, uh, Modric and Camavinga. But what uh, the time uh, and the age doesn't uh, uh, fool anyone. You know, in this yeah. high pace, mm. sometimes mm. Modric is not as fast. And this game, both of them were very fast. And then you have Rodrigo and then you have Bini. You need fast pace, you know? Sometimes when the game uh, is controlled, like in the second half, yeah, it was perfect for Modric and then for Ceballos, you know? that Those, those two can mm -hmm. control the game when we need. But yeah, uh, both of them, you know, I, I, I get what you said, you know? Suamini is the new one, but Eduardo is 19 years old. So for me, the French connection in the midfield is... Yeah. He's the youngest one. That, 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 that's the crazy, crazy stuff, you know. This is too much pressure. This is too much pressure. And the, uh, like uh, Javier was in here last year. Like I used to tell Kamal uh, Farouk, you know, that like, he, he was kind of doubtful. Like I'm bringing this up time and time again. Bro, Farouk, are you going to bear with me? Because I got to live off it, you know. This, this is my bread and butter. So I got to put you through the mud sometimes. But I used to tell Farouk uh, time and time again that when I see this guy's confidence, it's, it's, it's one of a kind. It's not something that is uh, always uh, bought on by the trust the manager has or the teammates have in, in one. Um, it's, I, I think Kamavinga has this God-given gift to be extremely calm. Although it's, it, it kind of subverts uh, his whole uh, affection towards yellow cards, but you can see the the uh, the confidence in which uh, the with which he actually plays. Uh, I'm going to come to you, Farouk. Right. So uh, Kamavinga, Chuameni, all good. What about veterans like Modric and Cruz? How 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 do you see well, let me just, them? Let me in... just add the first part of your sentence. Kamavinga and Chuameni not good enough, in my opinion, for right now. I feel like Kamavinga Chuameni have to be supplemented by Valverde, in my opinion. I think to get that solidity in the game. Mm against the big opponents, I think right now, it's not good enough. Obviously, as you know, uh, as you know me, like, to be honest, I don't care if you're 5 or 10 or 15 or 20, you understand? As long as you're on the field, you have to perform. Like, if you're being paid the big boss, you sign a contract, it means you can do a job, you get. But the point so is... you didn't see any, any positive signs? I'm sorry? Throughout this opening, you didn't see any kind of positive signs from them? No. Throughout no. these opening yeah, few matches? I'm just saying to you, like, they're not, like, I don't feel like they're ready for the top flight games against the who's and who's of European football. You understand? That's what I'm saying. I'm not, don't, uh, don't misunderstand. Right. They're not good enough. I'm saying that they're like, you know, when no, we have... Nobody's actually saying that. Like, did I come across as being, advocating them to, you know, start like against your PSGs or your, your binds? I didn't. I mean, that's what I understood when you say good to know. Good to know. Anyways, that's just, I mean, that's, that's, I just want to put that out there. In my opinion, I feel like, you know, uh, all three of them have to be on the pitch at the same very time. Very negative, Farouk. Very negative. You're very, very negative. No, I actually agree with Farouk on that. I mean, that's yes. the whole point here, man. Like, the point is, yeah. I'm not here coming to watch Arsenal or Everton play, man. I'm coming here to watch the best of the best play, man. That's the burn. What a burn. That's the whole point here, man. I'm not here to come and the watch. The thing is, the whole point is, we have watched the whole point of this discussion. I'm not going to come here and watch so powerful football, man. No, I would actually... When they're performing, right? 
there, there's there's something to add there because um, I mean, Chowmini had a blinder of a game, absolutely amazing. Uh, Kamavinga, on the other hand, I I wouldn't say that he had his best game on. Maybe it's because Chowmini had mm. such a good game that uh, Kamavinga was in Chowmini's shadow. But but for me, the player to watch out for whenever he's on the field is Kamavinga. But today that wasn't the case. I felt like Modric was more involved than Kamavinga was. Maybe the panel disagrees. But for me, the midfield, once you took Kamavinga off, became a little better. That's just me, though. That's a little unfair really? because really? he scored the second goal like two seconds after uh, Kamavinga was off. And it wasn't... Yeah. This, 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 this is uh, this is this is some skating reviews of Kamavinga, honestly. Like, I, I'm not saying that he's, he's I'm not saying that he's the worst player there. No, never. You're you're, you're not like criticism yeah, can yeah. Be, can be constructive without being negative. That's the thing, right? So don't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure, for sure. Being like it's a negative thing. No, I mean I said it. You know, last time when we were with Jacob and uh, Javier, you guys can remember. Right. Like he asked me, like, would you take Kedri over Kamavinga? I said for sure, no. I want Kamavinga always. You understand? That's the thing. I was on the fences with Kamavinga, but he pulled me down to his side. I agree 100%. He's my guy now. You get the point. But the point is also, like, we have to also, like, in my He's opinion, I feel like the midfield trial is not, like, at least with Kamavinga and Federer already, is not complete. Sorry, uh, with Kamavinga and Chouameni, we need uh, Federer to complement that, that uh, you know, that I do as well to complete the trial, in my opinion. You understand? But that doesn't necessarily mean like you have to bring down one of them to build up another. You understand? That's the thing. Right, right. Yeah, fair point, fair point. All this, all this discussion basically tells us that uh, Carlo have, have like a good selection headache to deal with, right? Like yeah. it's, it's for the best. Like if he didn't have a selection headache, you know, like I'm pretty sure people would start getting complacent. And um, talking about complacent, okay, going a little off, um, I, I feel like Benzema is, is, is having a very bad period. Um, even against Espanyol, obviously he scored a couple of brilliant goals. Like he was far off from his, you know, mercurial standards from, from last season. Uh, I'm, I'm going to come to you, Yetu. Uh, what, what is your take on Benzema kind of being off it? Or did you think he was off it? That was just my opinion. I am tempted to agree because there were some regular Benzema kind of balls. There were some regular Benzema yeah. kind of footwork that I've come to expect from Benzema, which just wasn't there today. It might just be because he was closed mm. down much more today, which is also worrying because it gives the other teams a chance to study Benzema and deal with them, effectively taking out one of our biggest attacking threats. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's about complacency. I think that as the season goes on, he just gets better and better. Uh, he's that kind of player who. But don't you think it's too much pressure? Too much pressure to carry uh, the, the the goal scoring duties of you it know is. the biggest club. In- I I would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like all the fans, as well as Benzema, would be happy if we had more attacking yeah. threats from the wings. Uh, taking off some of the pressure right. from him being the marksman. Uh, so the teams have come to expect that the yeah. end balls will reach Benzema, which is a problem, uh, not just mm. for us, but for Benzema, because he keeps getting man-marked, he keeps getting boxed in. 
he keeps getting sandwiched between two players as we saw today. Yeah. Uh, whenever a, a pass almost reached Benzema, there was always a player or two to cut off the pass and to effectively end the attack, which is a big problem. And uh, mm. even the free kicks, I mean, I've had a problem with the free kicks being taken that way. Uh, Dude, he just scored a free kick like in the last game. <laughs> but not today. Today we had some clear, clear chances. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Who No, no. It's, it's more about his, maybe it's his whole performance that affected my kind of thinking. His all round yeah. performance on the pitch today. Yeah. But then I'm mm. not happy with uh, with today's game. That's all I'm saying. I know mm. that he'll he'll get better. Yeah. He'll keep scoring. He'll keep saving upwards as as the season progresses. If you if you've been watching Real Madrid for long enough, you know that our players don't kick into gear, kick into third gear up until like January, February, and yeah. that's when they really really start going. Mm-hmm. And I hope uh, Benzema, you know, like kind of kind of heats up. Uh, you know, uh, at the turn of next year, and I think this is just uh, probably you know, um, just just getting into rhythm and shape. Uh, I hope that is the case. There's also the there's also yeah. the problem, or maybe the maybe an issue with the number of games that all the players have this season. Mm. Uh, not just La Liga, not just UCL. Even the World Cup has to come into play, which will right. be interesting to see globally, worldwide. Um, mm. But yeah, Benzema will, will have to play a lot of games uh, and yeah. he will have to be that person who finishes, who, who gets it's, to it's mind that boggling. point. It's mind-boggling because people, when, when someone raises the concern uh, that we didn't sign a plan B, uh, you know, they always go and point fingers at, you know, what happened to Jovic? You know, what happened to Jovic? But Jovic, in, in my opinion, is... is uh, is an anomaly because stuff like this happen, man. Like you you got to take the gamble. Like uh, you, you wouldn't be maybe able to find the perfect solution to a Benzema replacement. But any sort of a plan B, someone experienced like Jacko, I'm 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 strictly speaking in the mold of a Jacko, could have definitely helped us because you know he's not getting any younger and he needs to be rested. Uh, you know, throughout the course of the season, and this is honestly worrying. Uh, this is too much pressure. This is too much pressure. We got to always realize that last season, he was inhuman. And you can't expect Benzema to be in that vein of form uh, to constantly drag us through games. Uh, it's a big ask. It's a big ask. Uh, but moving on, uh, the goal they scored, yeah? Uh, I'm going to come to you, uh, Jacob. Was it was it too easy uh how Carvajal was beaten by Alex Moreno. Alex Moreno was brilliant. Like he is the only guy that I, that I can actually remember, apart from your obvious, uh, you know, Bruno Iglesias and uh, Canales, who was actually was playing out wide, and then he was kind of moved into a ten role after you know the uh, the Fekir injury, which is again not a surprise. Fekir always gets injured, but uh, like, do you think that goal could have been prevented better? Especially you know Militao was turned. By yeah, everyone kind of uh, switched off in that uh, particular instance, I would say. Uh, mm. But that's fine. Like uh, we do expect this from Carvajal nowadays. Like we don't expect him to be hundred percent there defensively. 
but uh, he does uh, you know win us back in the final stretches of the season where uh, there are important games he finally reaches his final form Yeah. Uh, but these kind of games like we should be worried about just Carvajal starting without support from Valverde mm. so i think that's what happened and then it was just it all just happened really quickly and then yeah goal equalized for uh, them or, or nothing like basically like it, it was just uh, yeah it was just yeah. not watch watching there like the, even the crowd wasn't that excited like uh, it just felt like they created a goal out of nothing yes yes absolutely absolutely but even even the betis was 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 kind of stretching us you know um not not so much through mendy side which is expected mendy always quietly has a, has a solid game he might not help uh, out much in attack but i feel like this guy you know like shots shots up shop so so well that we there we rarely speak about him right like it's crazy like we rarely speak about mendy which is which is i think his uh, his biggest uh, biggest strength like obviously you know, we all know that you know, like his his attacking prowess is kind of on the weaker side but Mendy Mendy always has a has a brilliant game but uh yeah uh moving on to the impact of Valverde you mentioned Valverde Jacob um I'm going to come to you Javier uh Valverde coming in completely turned the game and Jacob was mentioning in the chat you know like I feel like it was the wrong substitution and is it a is it a Carlo masterclass or is Fede kind of uh the guy that injects energy whenever called upon it's a combination of both you know uh valverde mm-hmm. it's one hell of a football player you know he's a box to box midfield and also as a a right wing uh, facility and then yeah. um, you know he's a tough player you know he he understands the game but then the game needs So yeah, Fede it's it's a hell of a football player, but Carlo knows that. So um, just to add on from what we talk about, uh, today was Shominis, tomorrow is going to be Fede and then it's going to be Tony and then it's going to be Karim and then it's going to be Rodrigo and that's exactly what this team needs, you know? Last season as you said was all Karim show from Sparks Uh, from Bini yeah. and and the later uh, from Rodrigo and Camavinga but this season needs an MVP from i don't know 12 for um, 15 different players you know the one player that uh, cannot be the MVP we don't need to Courtois be the yeah. MVP other than that it, it's it is it is the thing with the Bunin you know this this game Tony Cross mm-hmm. uh, a starter last season was almost forgettable you know and this is yeah, the, yeah, this yeah, the was, first I home game without uh, casemiro and cross and we didn't fail that against our other uh, number one uh, in the in the league and we're picking that oh yeah. maybe karimi do this no the team is is the start of the season you know this is the the fourth game all of them gonna be um, progressive i think but what we need is to win and in boost confidence in 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 these players you know fede accepts his role because we remember last season wasn't uh, a regular fit in the first yeah. uh, half of the of the season and then he obliterated of, of all the competition and 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 carlo finds his place on the right wing you know yeah yeah 
if if you ask any Real Madrid fan uh, in the start of the last season when mm. we will be seeing Fede, no one will yeah. say it on the right wing. You know, he's just just like that adaptable. So maybe we can uh, understand other position as well. We said on the pre-game uh, with Farouk and Jacob that we're gonna see a lot of starts of Rodrigo instead of Benzema. I, I, I can see that happening. And those kind of games will be completely different ones, you know? Like mm. maybe we will play with a, a diamond in the center and a yeah. lot of change, a lot of, I, I see this uh, as a season of change in Carlo. And Carlo understands that the the Real Madrid way mm -hmm. is win. Is yeah. to win. Yeah, no matter what. In any Carlo way, Carlo is very vocal that, like you mentioned, it's going to be a season of change. You know, like um, last, like if if he has to actually go back and do the same stuff that he did last season, this season he's going to fail terribly because you know uh, the circumstances of this season is completely different. The amount yeah. of competition. Increased, uh, you know, the, uh, sorry, sorry. Do, do you guys remember the, the the second season of the first time uh, for Carlo, you know? Yeah, 20, 2014, 2015, yeah. What happened? He didn't rotate. He didn't do the same things. He tried to, well, sorry. He tried to do the same things and wasn't the result. Yeah, yeah. So he understands that, so many that people Real got Madrid it, yeah. cannot play two seasons back to back in the same way, not, Especially, not for yes. the same players, but the yes. same game, because all the teams studied Real Madrid. You have to understand in, in Spanish, in world football, the game what uh, in everyone's calendar is the game against Real Madrid, and they outperform there uh, in every way. So that we yeah. consider, we need to change. We need to do uh, things different every game. Mm. For us to be unexpected, because when you are only playing like tiki tac and something like that, you're gonna be uh, um, predictable. We gotta be giving them, uh, you know, uh, stuff to think about. Definitely, that that's a very valid point. But I'm gonna come to you, Farouk. Right. Uh, so whenever people kind of mention about Valverde and him being on the wing, they say that uh, whenever Valverde plays. Like it's kind of one dimensional, and he's more of a defensive, uh, you know, facet uh, more than more than an attacking one, and should be only used in the most decisive, high-profile games to kind of you know uh, be uh, be kind of stable and defensively solid. Like, do you do you think he has more to his game than just you know helping out in defense and being a live wire on the right hand flank? I mean, definitely, man. The man came on after five seconds, he needed an assist, man. I mean, that's 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 the thing, man. Like, you can't, you know. I mean, that's so. That's the Champions League final, yeah. I mean, that's. Okay. I was gonna say that, but because same, Sweden, I was gonna say that. Yeah. High-profile games, so you know, okay, already Champions League finals and high-profile games, so like maybe that's an exception to the case. But I mean, okay, today wasn't a high-profile game, right? So like, I mean, okay, it wasn't in that standard of levels, but I mean, just that's the thing. He came on to the end. Obviously, I think we've also discussed this in the past. Federer really is not, you know, he's not the Rodrigo's, you understand? He's not the, I mean, even you can put, you know, the likes of Marco Asensio's even on, you know, Eden Hazard's, you know, like what the contribution you can get for them attacking-wise, you wouldn't get from Federer really. We all know this and we accept this, you understand? But the point is that I don't think the man is just, you know, to bring about stability and all that. No, 
he's much more than that. I mean, the man is, he's a double engine man. He's a two-way engine man. That's just it. Like both defensively and attacking wise, like he's, he's a monster to be honest. But I, as I reiterate, like he's not, you know, as, as good as, as attack as Rodrigo's and what is and what is not, but like the stability, you know, the solidity, everything else he brings to the team. And it, Do you it, think he'll have a much more prominent role than last season? Definitely, man. I'm. I, I think he's. I think he's ahead of Rodrigo and Asensio and whoever is there right now. And I think any game you have, like he's the choice. But as you guys rightly pointed out, it's a very, very long season this time around, and it's a very weird season. So uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of you know ins and out rotations, up and down. And Car- I know Carlo Ancelotti doesn't want to do this, but he has no choice. That's it, unfortunately. So he has to do this. So he has to just you know rotate in and out. But I think right now, like. Uh, I think Fede Valverde is one of the first five, six teams on the team sheet. Fair point, fair point. You know, um, I, I remember Fede starting out and he has come a long way, long way, long way with both the fans and, and with, uh, you know, the Real Madrid hierarchy in where, where he stands. So, yeah, uh, Fede, Fede is definitely going to grow um, into this, uh, into his role this season. But I'm going to come to you, Jacob. Um, more of the guy that also keeps an eye on the opposition, unlike us. Like, who who do you think was kind of their standout player? Betis I know the name, player. but uh, I'm just gonna let Yadu answer this. Like, uh, if I start, I'm not gonna stop raving about this player. So, <laughs> take it away, Yadu. No, I'm not sure. Who do you mean? Yo, Canales, obviously. Oh, yeah, Canales was uh, interesting and. By interesting, I mean annoying to deal with. <laughs> yeah. To deal with. Uh, yeah, um, I had my heart in my mouth whenever Canales had the ball. Mm. But then, yeah, I'll pass it back to Jacob because he, he understands more about Real Betis than I do. Jesus, what a player, though. Yeah, yeah. he's a brilliant player. I think I think they were giving, giving us problems in midfield and we were dealing with it fairly well, you know, uh, especially the trial that started um the uh the game was, was was kind of dealing with them pretty well and uh the guys who came in as well Sabayos and Cruz was also um kind of kind of you know like holding them down like i i, I can't imagine you know uh Joaquin actually came on he's 41 years old i have no idea how he's, he's actually <laughs> You know, right, like, I've never seen Joaquin in Fiorentina in Syria, and I'm like, okay, didn't this guy play for? Or like, no, was it his twin brother? Or was it his son? <laughs> He's I mean, been oh, there for 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 time now. In a long it time, forever. No, but then uh, yeah, what, yeah. I, what I meant with Canales was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, what I meant about Canales was because he was causing problems. Um, the team had to drop back deep to deal with him. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. We would be mm. constantly on attack, and then a counter would come, and the whole team would have to run back. Especially Chaumeri, having the standout game that he did was constantly behind the man, chasing him, chasing him. Um, mm. but yeah, I, I know that. I I kind of disagree that we had midfield problems because it was more or less maybe it was it's because it was more or less dealt with. It was. I didn't, as I didn't mention we had midfield problems. I mentioned. No, no. That I mean, we had more challenges well. in midfield. I don't yeah. feel that. But we were. We were Kind of trying to manage it well. I felt like we weren't getting overrun much apart mm-hmm. from, you know, the first half. Yeah, the pace did, did caused us problems. Mm. I did. I, I, don't, I don't see it as a, as, a, as a battle of the midfield because our midfield simply outclassed them. 
Right. But but our defense needed help from the midfield, if that makes sense. It wasn't a clear cut case of the the midfielders, whatever they want, the backline can deal with it. It wasn't that. The midfield had to drop back to deal with the constant pace, the constant threat, especially on the counters. We couldn't afford being caught out on the corners, um, caught out on the counters. So the dropping deep was more of a more of an issue to deal with, especially with Canales, as Jake said. Yeah. No, but uh, what do you guys? Like what do you guys think about our defense today? Like uh, we went back to the tried and trusted uh, Alaba and uh, Militao pairing, and then we all know that they can be very suspect uh, aerially. And then especially when we have games where we have to drop back because of uh, genius players like Canales, uh, how do you think we dealt with them aerially? I feel like we still had the same problems. I just feel like Glacius was off it today. Like, yeah. am I am I wrong to think that? No, no. And, and they lost Fakir. If if Fakir, yeah. if Fakir was uh, wasn't out of the game, there will be another game in the midfield. I think I might be biased, but I like the Guardado's game. You know, it was really important. He supports his uh, right side of the defense very mm. good. And maybe that's the thing that you said, Jacob. Maybe that's uh, in our team, maybe that will be the role that Chamini needs to help uh, um, Carvajal. It's a brilliant segue into uh, our next challenge. Betis was fine. Betis was, Betis was uh, easier than expected, I'll be honest. Like they they kind of ruffled our feathers a bit, but we kind of weathered the storm and uh, saw it through. Um, it's it's also funny to note the fact that Pellegrini changed his tried and trusted level for the first time this season. So they all gave us enough respect and, you know, I feel like we capitalized on, uh, on it. But since Jacob mentioned the aerial uh, kind of weaknesses, like we have all, uh, you know, uh, talked about, Celtic, is, is going to be our next opponent away um, in, in Glasgow in, in, in a couple of days. And they have a very physical striker, you know, who it's hard to pronounce his name. I'm going to try his try my best. Um, it's Giaco. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to even try, but you can no, you go, guys ahead. Can... go try. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be really bad. Okay. Giorgios Giaco. Giaco Marcus. So I was watching him uh, pretty uh, pretty early in the morning. Uh, it was it was the Glasgow derby, if you guys didn't know. Um, and this guy was was a handful, and uh, he's a very physical striker, like Bruno. He didn't have his best of games, but even then, the amount of uh, problems he was giving the Rangers backline was 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 mad. Um, I I feel like uh, he's gonna give us problems, you know, especially if Carlo got with his uh, tried and tested eleven, um, tried and tested defense on, on Tuesday. Uh, so, like that that's that that's my main concern, and they also have so many other t- different uh, outlets, especially uh, the being a bad up and the new uh, Portuguese signing uh, in the summer, Jota. Um, it's not going to be easy as people think. Uh, there's a reason why they cruise to a 4-0 four, four victory and 3-0 at halftime um, in a derby, you know. And uh, they're coming off of a league-winning season. Um, they're just 
they're just uh, firing on all cylinders. They they scored, I think, nine nil. They won nine nil, I think, the other week. So they're going to be a difficult uh, opponent um, Tuesday. I'm going to come to you, Farooq. Yeah, do you do you think Carlo should go with the trusted backline, or should we have a case for Rudiger against Celtic? Yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely. I think Tori Rudiger should play. Oh, now. it's in Celtic. Like, I, I get you. I get your side. You, you're not giving them any kind of respect, but no, you I, know, no, no, no game is easy. I get that, but the point is, if you if you come here and try to tell me that you know in the SPL, like someone wins nine nil and defeats Rangers four nil and shit stuff like that, I'm gonna tell you like a Rangers a Celtic. You know for the fact that Celtic is good as bright. Like if you if you have if you have uh, you know a faint memory, I'm gonna refresh it. I'm sorry, Sheriff. That right? Yeah. So, do you think that is an anomaly, and that yeah, never happens? Anomaly. That's um, what I'm saying to you is that. What? So, what I'm trying to portray to you here is that mm. you. I don't know, Shab. I just felt like you played the game like it was gonna be a diff, like it's a difficult game and stuff like that. Like I, what I'm trying to say here is that if we lose against Celtic, it's gonna be it's gonna send shocks through the Europe to throughout Europe because it's gonna be an upset. You get the point. In my opinion. The game against Celtic is the game to put the players, the fringe players, to give them a test out. But maybe because it's the first game of the Champions League season, you might decide that, okay, you want to go with your tested and trusted 11. But in my opinion, right. through the likes of, you know, uh, Tony Rudiger, this is the game I will dress, the likes of Luka Modric and so on and so forth. Yeah, obviously, Sears mm. and Benzema are going to play because we don't have anyone to replace them. But like, in my opinion, this is the game where I will also like, give Danny Carvalho less, let Lucas Vasquez do his job. Yeah. Mm. So, but then I was also concerned the fact that we have a derby against Atletico. But one of the game that's gonna humble you, Faru, you know, you were humbled a lot of times last season. I remember you talk shit, and then later, when was I humbled? Tell me, it's a recurring team, and I have no surprises. Tell me when I was humbled, man. It was against Chelsea, right? It was against Chelsea, and I told you one hundred percent we're going through, and I knew you went through. You remember the banana we went through, right? You, you, you. You come chest out and say, "Oh, we are going to," but you shut your pants. You were going through, man. Because I knew you were going through. Because I felt you. That was that was the only game I was talking about, and I knew that I felt that we were going through. That's the thing. Mm. But the point is, I'm trying to make here is like Celtic. With all due respect, is just as good as Leicester or Brighton, man. It's like the tenth team in the Premier League. You get the point. But then Farouk, uh, to 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 add to that point, I mean, uh, it might also be interesting to see how Rudiger does against physically. A strong opponent because that's yeah, that's yeah, always yeah. a case for Paul Rudiger against him. He's used to like you know playing British uh, exactly yeah. football, you know. So uh, Celtic also is a British team, so like you know at least uh, it's going to be a bit of familiarity for him, and also he needs to get a run out as well, you know. So that's the thing. Yeah, instead Cuba of starting actually, at eighty-five, uh, yeah. Instead of starting, sorry, sorry, no. yeah. No, no, no I just I, I just wanted to say that instead of starting at eighty-five minutes, I would keep him on the field for eighty-five minutes against Celtic. Just to see what he's capable of for 85 minutes. I mean, for the for the last five minutes, I just put in maybe some the of the reason the aforementioned guy, Diego Marquez, is actually coming in is because uh, Cuba Furiashi, um, he's also one of the star players, the Japanese guy. Um, he actually got injured in the fourth or fifth minute. So yeah, like oh. it, it was it was mad how the game uh, kind of kicked off. So even they are kind of be uh, missing. Like a few of the you know starting starting eleven, but 
I'm sure that they'll be up for it. And Farooq, you better be prepared. You know, like I'm not gonna watch for them to win or anything. But it's not gonna be easy. You told us also Frankfurt is a big team. I'm like, no, man. Like, I mean, we're real motivated. If we're starting to care about things like Frankfurt, we just gotta be humble. You know, we just gotta be humble. We can't be so. We can't be so arrogant, man. Like, honestly, it's not about being honestly, arrogant. It's about like you know anything. If anything, what last season has taught me is to be humble and kind of give respect to every single team that we face. You know, definitely every team has honestly. respect, but I can't go and start treating Celtic like it's fucking Man City, man. No. <laughs> but then, Sunay, Sunay, let, let me nobody, ask you this: Nobody let, say Celtic is Man City. Calm down, calm down. But I think that's that's pretty much uh, sums up our um, post-match tonight. Uh, I've, I've before we go, before we go though, yeah. I'll, I'll just ask you this, uh, Sunay. I mean, we have a game against Shakhtar as well coming up. Would you say right. Shakhtar would win? No, but those teams, I'm always wary of them. Like honestly, honestly, you never know. You never know. Like I'll give our team every chance of beating every fucking team in the world. Okay, on like if if you ask me. Right before kickoff, do you think Shakhtar or do you think Barcelona or do you think any team in the world is gonna is gonna defeat us? I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna say, you know, yes they're gonna defeat us. No way. But I'm just gonna keep my hearts to my chest, you know, you know, cards to my chest and not like kind of underestimate anybody. It's Champions League, you know, upsets can happen. That that's my only thing. You never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much uh, wraps up our post match reactions for today uh, a small reminder to our listeners and viewers um this is again a humble request uh, the football content awards has been going on for the past three years and it is kind of a big deal up in the uk and the only category uh podcasts or content creators outside of uk can uh maybe take part in is best young content creator all of us here are not young by any stretch of the imagination, but the other category you can actually vote for us is the best new content creator. You're 25, yeah, though, calm down. Uh, is best new content creator. Uh, so if you haven't already, um, if you like what we do, and if you want to reciprocate any, uh, um, reciprocate the affection, uh, you could actually vote for us. Um, in uh, by the link in the description below, uh, by tagging us in the post at uh, adding us at Let's Be Real nineteen oh two on Instagram, and it'll be very very much appreciated by uh, all of us. And uh, any last thought, boys, before we before we wrap this up? Um, yeah, have you seen the stadium? Wow. Have it's, you seen this? It's beautiful. It's so amazing. It's yeah. cool. I like the new dressing room, especially. Yeah. Everything, all the video shots from above, from inside, from yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the shots that go through the corners. Oh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. What a beauty of a stadium. And... Farooq, what do you think about the new stadium, Farooq? Actually, you know, the, the changing of the turf is what, like, you know, excites me the most, actually. You know, like, the, the way... Oh, so it excited you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, for the last Javier, this, Jacob, this, anything. this is gonna be the start the the game against Celtic is gonna be the start of the I will say the real start of the season you know game every Wednesday mm. and, and weekend so let's 
Let's all hope. Three games uh, a week. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope uh, this is going to be prepared. And just to point out, Sunit, I'm, I'm with Farouk. Though we don't need to be scared of Celtic, of Schalke, of anyone. Sorry, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> man, if we're here, always have to be the and we're like, guy. holy God, we're going to please, we're going to please against Celtic. God, please. I mean, what's the point, man? <laughs> All the listeners out there, okay, this, this lynching of of a guy who actually vouched for a debate to be interesting, you know, is being blamed for, you know, overestimating. So, yeah, I'm going to be putting out a poll on our Insta page, right? Like, you can either side with me or the rest of the time. So, it's me against the world. So you, you can actually vote for us, you know, vote for it on, on Instagram. So, yeah, look out for that. Javier, totally, man, totally. I should not be saying that, you know, Celtic is going to beat us if I ever said that. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, also a quick side note, uh, our new intro will be dropping very soon, hopefully uh, by the first uh, CL match day. So look out for that on our socials, on Twitter, on YouTube and Instagram. And uh, again, love for the love. Hello, Madrid. Okay, before we go, let's just shout out the guys in the comments. So we have uh, Ferdinand. So let's, let's you know, you, so it was saying being humble. What Ferdinand here is saying that we are just too good. La Liga is easy, trophy back to back. Okay, what about that for being humble then? <laughs> too, too, much too much chest. Too much chest. La Liga is not easy. Never easy. Never easy. I don't, I don't know if you guys watch the same games that I do. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. Honestly, the only the, the, the only complaint that I have is the season is too long. Just there's so many games. Anything could happen mm. anytime. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. Because actually, I, I feel very you know comfortable with our squad actually this time around. But the point is, you know, as Javi rightly pointed out, the season starts now. You start playing week in week, like two games every single week, even sometimes three games a week. And then when the players starts to fall like flies, you know, then what happens? You know, that's that's the thing, especially in key areas. You know, like. Uh, like Sovini and Karim Benzema, if something happens, that's a very, very big team. Tivo Koto, if something happens, you know, like, I don't know, it's it's it's, it's just remains to see. And let's not go there. Let's not even talk about it, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, I guess that's the end for today. So if we don't have anything, we can just Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. One, 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 one. One final shout out to our friends of the Real Madrid Committee also as well. Check them out and the, uh, the, the link is in the description, you know. They are uh, collaborators for a long time. So, yeah, we would appreciate it if you could actually check them out as well. Hala Madrid.